Hey everybody, this is Blake with Marvel.com, and I have the huge pleasure of sitting across from Jamie Hector. From the wire heroes, hundreds of other things. How you doing today? Now Bosh. But, <laughs> we were just talking about that earlier. You're with Titus Welliver, who's actually on Marvel's Agents of Shield right now. Uh, tell us about the show. Oh, the show is about um if you're familiar with Michael Connolly, he's an amazing author. And um, it's about a character named Harry Bosch that rehashes cold cases and he's in the process of trying to figure out who committed such crimes and him and myself were partners in this and he's just a go-hard individual mm -hmm. like, he's only happy when he's working on you know solving or helping someone that was basically forgotten and him and i were partners in that and i'm also associated with that just in the, going down the road of rehatching and discovering what other people miss and so since it's on Amazon Prime, is that, is that a first for you to, to do something on that, like a web-based show? You know what? You know, it's funny. <clears throat> a long, long, long time ago, HBO tried to premiere or um, present to the world Oz online. Mm -hmm. And the scene that I did, the episode that I did was actually online. That was my first experience working online. Really? That was years ago. That was before anybody was even thinking about it, I believe. Um, but now, with Amazon Prime and with Netflix and Hulu and everyone, what everyone's doing, you know, it, as you see, Transparent on Amazon Prime is doing so well. It's the most binge-watched show online. Um, it's my first, but I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's, it's a great future ahead of it. And it's kind of changed the game for, for marketing, too, for these mm -hmm. shows. Because it's like you just get to shoot the pilot, correct? And then it's like it's up to the fans to... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's how Amazon did it. We shot the pilot, and basically they put it all out, and they allowed the fans to decide which one they would prefer to see. Mm -hmm. And based on their vote, we were, we came in number one. You know? That's awesome. Yeah, it's a good story. I mean, if you get a chance, you can check the pilot on Amazon Prime now. It's called Bosch, and it was a good deal. It's and the cast deal. is just phenomenal. Is, you know, the guest stars, the entire cast. Mm -hmm. Everybody brings their weight with it. I gotta ask, are you you're New York based, right? I am. And you you still live in New York or are you LA now? I'm all over. I'm I'm bi coastal, tri coastal. I'm on I mean, you know, the strange shoots in Toronto. <laughs> I'm working on that, you know. You do um, person of interest as well. Persons of interest, you know. Um I'm, I'm Bosch is in LA. Man. So yeah, so you know, we're actors, we're artists, we where we work is where we lay our head. And you're basically, thanks for coming in 11 o'clock in the morning on a Friday after a huge Paley Fest thing with The Wire. We were talking about that for a second when we, when we walked in here. Can you tell the fans what they missed if they, if they didn't get to go? <laughs> you missed great stories. You missed, um, well, an opportunity to actually sit down up close and personal with the cast of The Wire. Mm -hmm. And there was such an ensemble cast that the ones that were up there were only up there because there were not enough seats to get everybody <laughs> so in the audience we had tristan um bob wisdom and jd williams but on the stage you had myself you had um seth gilliam you had larry you had david simon nina k noble wendell pierce michael k williams and sonia song that's right? amazing and um we were all up there and you know we 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 got a chance to reflect and just hear the stories and of course hear wendell articulate in such a wonderful way the things that actually resonated to him on the show, the story, like for me, some of the perfect lines is like trying to get rid of drugs in the city is like sleep sweeping weed leaves on a windy day. 
you know, lines like that, or you're just a pawn on the board, or right. my name is my name, or, you know, and these lines, they stand the test of time, and the show also, thank God, well, just to be a part of an amazing show and an amazing cast and dudes that really still stick together. Because we still contact each other. I called one the other day. He was in L.A. I was like, look, man, you out there shooting the show? What's up? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Let's come break some bread. He's like, yo, Jamie, I'm over here barbecuing on the deck right now. Come. <laughs> was it? What was it like the, the, with the fan reaction last night? Were they oh, just it was amazing. Just crazy? Yeah, it was like it never left, you know? Um, the audience, but then, of course, outside also with the posters and the photos and everything. And just the amazing questions. And somebody just flew in from San Diego. Somebody flew in from San Diego. That's and insane. Yeah, it's insane. You know, they, you know, people love it. They love it. Right. You know? And um, and your John Doman, of course, was also up there, and he, he gave an example of being somewhere in some country in the middle of absolutely nowhere, with nothing in common with anybody except for humanity, and somebody comes up to him and says. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna mention that too because I've had, like I said, I've had, uh, we've had Michael K. Williams here, we've had Andre Royo by Andre. He gets recognized a little bit, but mm -hmm. it's tough because he like totally changed himself. Okay. Michael says he'll get, you know, Omar all the time. I'm mm -hmm. sure you get Marlo a lot when you're walking down the street. Or, yeah. Yeah. People always say, you know, you look like. You, you look, look like. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have in common with him? I think we look alike. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, that's the thing about shows, you know. So many channels, so many networks, so many um, opportunities to actually have a show on television, online now. Right. Medium change, right, on film. To actually have one that stands out also and gives you the opportunity to, you know, do the work that the fans love and appreciate. Mm -hmm. And they express that to you when they see you. I get it a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. I wanted to ask, too, uh, you have a... Uh, charity. I wanted to bring mm -hmm. that up. Can you tell fans? Well, you know, it's, it's. I mean, some people call it a charity. I call it an opportunity for young budding talent to come and express themselves, and hopefully find a way to exp to, to formulate a career out of whatever they want um, in regards to the arts. Mm -hmm. So it's called Moving Mountains. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, and it's basically because in this business right here, you have to understand how to move mountains. You know, if you're a problem solver, you know, you can you can do well. You don't see things as a problem. You see it as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. right? And um, obstacles coming your way, and you can overcome the obstacles in so many ways. And you know, as an actor, sometimes you got to go to LA or in New York, and you got to figure out how to make a dollar stretch. Yeah. You know, and not lose that creative thing that you have. So we just, um, myself and Ali Roberson, as well as the rest of the board, we put together an organization that um, that can do that. That can design a place for people to come and create and still be inspired and they're young and it's for the inner city youth and the thing about it is we try not to charge because I was a part of an organization also not try not to charge we absolutely don't charge mm -hmm. of an organization when I was young called Tomorrow's Future Theater Company that did it for me oh wow so right now what we provide is drama dance um um the filming aspect also just learning how a camera works and how to use a camera um we have an amazing DP named Anders, and he's there teaching the course. And it's just a place to come and create and learn and grow and then go out there and help develop a career so we have a business aspect to it also. That's amazing. Yeah, man, because coming up in the industry, you know, um, being a part of, you know, studying at different schools, one thing I wished there would have been a business aspect to it to tell me what to, what to go out there and expect in terms right. of business. I wished when I was growing up in school they taught me about economics, you know, about money, you know, about um, 
in school. I would, I would hope that they would have taught that. They didn't learn teach, so I learned it, you know, trial and error. You make money, you spend money. Mm-hmm. Until you realize, oh, shoot, we got to save it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in those areas. How can um, fans donate to this? Because this sounds oh, great. Oh, movingmountainsnyc.org. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing about this arts program is something that schools used to automatically provide. But when we saw that there was just something going on in the education system where they felt like arts was probably not necessary in order for the growth of a child and the development of a child, we I, I realized that it's something that I got to provide. That's amazing. You know? Yeah. You know, and the, and the thing about it is it can be done because if you're, for me, if you're passionate at something, whatever it is that you're passionate at, um, you can make it happen. I'm working in L.A. now, right, as well as in New York and in Canada and you know several different shows several different projects but still understand that you still have to find time to at least develop a staff with whatever you're passionate about to keep it pushing so that you can make sure that you don't forget about where you came from you don't forget about where you're going mm-hmm. you know in the, in the process because you can lose yourself in the game if you don't if you're not grounded that's gonna be the most fulfilling thing in the world. It is acting. That's that's yeah, amazing. It is. I wanted to ask: Do you ever act with the the group? Well, you know what? We just um, shot a short. Oh, that's awesome! That was just submitted. It's called Taking Chance, and we just submitted to like Sundance and all the festivals right now, and it's in post right now, going through color correction and um, sound. But uh, created a platform for them. Mm-hmm. Also, because as you know, with myself, it was a short film called Five Deep Breaths that made it to Sundance, Cannes, Tribeca, etc. And you know, people took note. So, uh, you know, that same platform. So I said, you know what? Write the script. Elaine wrote the script, and I executive produced the material. And then we just hired a great director, Jerry Lamar, and again the DP Anders, and then we just put it together, and it's just happening. You know, that's amazing. Watching them work. So now they get a chance to actually travel the film festival circuit and understand that process. That is a project that sticks with people their whole career. Yeah. It's like the project. The one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I remember Wood Harris. I was hearing about Wood Harris when he was in NYU with The One, a project that was directed by Malcolm Lee, a short film that did it for him also. Right. You know, and this is Tinseltown, right? You never know how it's going to happen. And he played Avon. On The Wire. Yes. But you right. know, I know him for Jimi Hendrix. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't Man. forget the boy is nice. Yeah, he's, he's he's talented. That's crazy. Yeah. So I got to mention. Uh, I always have to bring it up. Uh, were you ever a fan of comics or superheroes? I see you watch the live action shows back. Yeah, in the I watch the live action shows. You know, mm-hmm. you name it. I was on television Saturday mornings at eleven o'clock, ten o'clock. The cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Avengers, everything. I watched them, and at the same time, you know. Um. Just enjoy them. My cousin used to collect. All of them, like me personally, I used to collect, like you know, GI Joes and right. Marvels and all the Batmans and Supermans and everything like that. But the, um, but TV was what had my attention. I was raised on TV. So what is there any favorite X Men character you had growing up? Wolverine. Well, you're really? yeah, okay. Wolverine was my dude. You know, it was the dude. You know, that can out of not anger, but just protection mm-hmm. throw knives out of his hands and just deal with the case yeah <laughs> and it's like he can get injured but he can't die when I was watching the last film with Wolverine where he was actually where he was 
he lost his powers based on that individual that laid hands. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that right there a little bit. It disturbed me because I wanted to see exactly what was going to happen after that because it's something that he didn't want anymore. Because of course, even if you think you don't want to die, sometimes you don't want to be on the planet forever when everybody else is gone. Right. Family, friends, relatives, and you're you're here. That's why I really enjoyed Wolverine to see, you know, he lived through the test of time, right? And at the same time, he was just like that dude, strong dude. He was like the rock. He reminded me of the rock in <laughs> wrestling because I was a wrestling fanatic also. Really? Yeah. Are you still into wrestling? I'm not into it no more. Yeah. I found out that it wasn't real. <laughs> I was the same way. I was like, that was disappointing. I was like, damn, man, I thought Hulk Hogan was really not going out. <laughs> Ronnie Macho Man Savage, you know, Andre the Giant, when he right. grabbed you by the neck and threw you, I was like, woo, this is serious. But then I found out, I was like, oh. Man, you know, <laughs> but um, but you know, just the, the you know, Marvel, the characters that you know, when you can, you know, when you're a kid, you watch these things on television. You really want to be it. I remember throwing a cape on. My mother had to tell me, "Do not jump out the window, boy." <laughs> People you have think done you can that. Fly. Yeah. yeah, you know, you want to be invisible. Right. You know, when I was younger, that's the greatest quality I ever wanted was to be able to just disappear and pop up because you know you pop up on your girlfriend. When you're young, <laughs> what you doing? Like, where are you? Yeah, for what real. What are you doing right now? Do you, you know? Yeah. It's funny you mentioned two of those things. Like, one, the office next door, which we'll walk past on the tour, is they just killed Wolverine. Jeez. He's actually dead right now in the comic Jeez. books. No. Yeah. Oh. And then we've had... <laughs> People going crazy. Uh, two days ago, <laughs> Alex, our intern's here. Two days ago. I also, it's, you mentioned uh, we have a Hulk conference room, and Hulk Hogan has been in the Hulk conference room, yeah. and it's one of these, like, weird meta moments, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that cartoon was really, like, I, I watched it recently, the X-Men cartoon, and it's kind of warped for a ch- for a kid show. Like, there's a lot of relationship drama. There's a lot yeah. of deep stuff going on. Like, like racial tension, mm-hmm. like, with the mutants and human kind of thing. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Because the best kind of cartoons, especially cartoons, I think I think with people that are dealing with superhero abilities, is the ones that are grounded in truth. Right. You know, right. relationships. When it's grounded in truth, it's like, yeah, and you know, with all of that that you have, you still dealing with the same bullcrap that I'm dealing. With. <laughs> yeah. Right. You still dealing with the same drama. Mm-hmm. Right? It does not change. You love that girl. Those emotions are bubbling in your stomach too. Yeah, yeah, me too. And you know, those relational dramas, those, all of those things that affect them affect us. You know, and it's just the fact that, you know, you had that thing. So, you know, one thing that I could tell you that those shows did for me was when, the you know, when humanity wants to turn against the X-Men, right? It's like you go throughout your entire life wishing that you had powers. But then you're like, dang, darn it. But y'all would turn on me? Oh, yeah. Like, this is the consequence of having this ability uh-huh. and this skill, you know? This one thing that I would consider a gift. The ability to go again turn invisible or, um, um, like, just have extraordinary strength. You're considering them a mutant. That's true. You know. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, do I want to trade in humanity and this perfect body and everything that I've got over here? You know, the, the ability to live and die for for that, based on the way that they're treating them. You know. Has, it, has anyone ever, uh, we get actors in all the time, you get a lot of people telling you they want you to play a certain character in a movie or a TV show? Because I have a person in mind that you'd be great for. But like, Luke Cage? Luke Cage <laughs> or Black Panther. Or Black Panther, yeah. yeah. 
especially my, I'm, you know, I speak Creole, parents are from Haiti. It's interesting because, you know, I mean, but you know, there's so many young actors out there, so many actors out there that I know that would be thriving also. But without a doubt, man, those are the characters that you would want to. Anders, again, comic fanatic. And everybody I know that's a comic fanatic, that's what they tell me. Really? Black Panther, yeah. Mm. Non-stop, back to back. But I know it's taking, it's like, it's a process with Marvel to actually go and push through and get it done. It's weird how, like, Idris just kind of came through and now he's in all the movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Idris is doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got the, got that London accent, man. But be, way beyond the London accent, he's very talented. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's nice with it, you know. Mm-hmm. As well as, you know, um, Mike, Mike K. He was in a, the Hulk movie. He played, yeah, Har- I think his name was Harlem Bystander or something. That was yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see how difficult it was for him to pass up that role? Yeah. <laughs> like, Hulk, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. So, yeah, I can see you. Uh, Black Panther, because he's got the brains and the, you know, the strength. The strength so yeah. that, you'd be great for that. Oh, yeah. That would be fantastic. You heard it. Yeah, on the Marvel, Marvel podcast. Go Marvel podcast. <laughs> put it out there. Jamie Hector, Marvel, Black Panther. I'd love it. So, uh, last question. Um, go back through just quickly what everything you have going on and how fans can check out each program. Well, you know, right now we're shooting... I'm working on the show Bosch. It's on Amazon Prime. And basically, you can go on Amazon and log in, check out the pilot, and if you enjoy it, then purchase the Amazon package and watch it. We're shooting it now. We're shooting 10 episodes, and um, it should be out by 2015, which you can binge watch. You don't have to wait one week, watch one episode, and then watch the next one next week. No, if you really want to sit down on a flight and watch the entire show, Mm -hmm. you can. Um, The Strain with Guillermo del Toro. You know, another amazing individual. He shot a couple of episodes last season, and now um, this season begins pretty soon. Um, Power. It's an amazing show. I mean, I love it. It's like one of those shows. It's like, you know, it's it's it's, it's a show, you know, following an individual that he's in the game and he wants to get out the game. It's oh, well. the drug game, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know what? What channel is that? That's on. I, I believe it's FX. No, stars. stars. Yes, Thank you. yes. The strain is on FX. Yes, you're doing so much work, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> and persons of interest. On um, CBS. CBS. Yeah. Yeah, CBS. They're having fun on that show. You know, it's it's a lot going on. It's all over the place, up and down, and now you know, in terms of so many storylines. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's that show right there in itself. If you really take a look at it, it's like a marvel, right? It's like a it's like Batman underground in the That's tunnel. Awesome. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's um, they only come out at night. <laughs> um, the brains meets in the train station. Oh, you know, that's right? crazy! So it's just villains and the good guy. I've yeah. seen some like teasers for it, and it mm-hmm. seems it scares the crap out of me. I mean, yeah. watch the yeah. clip of it, my man, because you know. You feel like people are reading your face and your thoughts. Yeah. Because right? <laughs> it's like information's aid, right? Yeah. It's like computers and everything. It's, it's going down. And that's the thing. That's that new show on HBO called Vice, which has my attention also because I'm just like, damn. I saw something. In, they, they did a, a piece in Cadman, New Jersey, where um, they said they put the cameras up on a corner and they just read your face as a grid. And they, yeah, and they, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, y- y'all know the stuff. It's like computers. And I saw this um, documentary called Transcended Man and what they're trying to do in regards to, you know, humanity and turning them into robots. It's interesting. That's crazy. The age that we live in. But yeah, 
So that's those are the things that I'm working on right now. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on all the success. That's Thanks. awesome. And uh, you are Jamie Hector on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, and Jamie then Hector. donate to that wonderful program you have. Awesome. Well, we got to show you around the office now. Oh my man. This is Marvel, your universe. Marvel. <laughs> <laughs>